Because we are expecting God to do great and mighty things in this service tonight. Had a marvelous time this morning every time we get together. It is good, good, good. Because God gets gooder and gooder and gooder. Amen. Well, like Pastor said, uh, the last two times that I have ministered, I've been preaching on the ways and the workings of the Holy Ghost. And uh, tonight we're going to continue along that line. Is anybody thankful for our heavenly helper? Amen. He helps us in all the affairs of life. Let me just remind you of a definition of the word helper. It means this, to give aid or assistance. To further the progress or advancement of. When you get filled with the Holy Ghost, He helps you to make spiritual progress. He helps us to reach higher in our development spiritually. To make progress. Being filled with the Holy Ghost helps us have an advantage in life. Aren't you thankful for that? It helps us to be able to make progress. Now the Holy Spirit is an excellent teacher. He teaches us. I just looked at this scripture today and we'll look at these two in the King James Version over in Luke chapter 12 verse 12. Luke 12 12 in the King James Version. This is where we're just going to start tonight. For the Holy Ghost shall teach you in the same hour what you ought to say. I am so thankful that I have a teacher on the inside of me. And this teacher helps us to know what to say. Have you ever been at a loss for words? Have you ever faced a situation and you didn't have understanding? You didn't have wisdom on how to deal with it? Well, this scripture says the Holy Spirit will teach us. He will guide us. He will instruct us. And He will give us divine utterance when we need divine utterance. Now, we've been looking over in John chapter 14. So, let's look over there again. Tonight, we want to look at verse 26 to begin with. John chapter 14, verse 26. And we're going to look in the King James Version. John 14, 26, the King James. We'll look at the Amplified later on. It says here, but the comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the father will send in my name, he shall teach you how many things, all All things and bring all things to your remembrance whatsoever I have said unto you. Now, you know, in life, we face many tests and difficulties. Has anybody not ever faced a difficulty? Life is full of ups and downs and and challenges that come our way. But I like how it says here that the Holy Spirit will teach us all things. As I was reading that just today, and I've read this scripture hundreds, if not thousands of times. But as I was reading it just this afternoon, where it said here, the Holy Spirit will teach us all things. This just came up in my heart. There's tests that come in life, but if you listen to the Holy Spirit, you'll get an A on all the tests because he's a good teacher. You can remember when you were going to school and if you had an excellent teacher 
It made the subject more interesting. It was more enlightening. And if you were paying attention, you could get good grades. So the Holy Spirit is our teacher in life. And if we will listen to Him, we'll get an A on all the tests that come our way. We'll pass them in flying colors. And the other wonderful thing about the Holy Spirit being our teacher is that this is an open book test. Anything that life throws at us, the answers are found right here inside the Bible. And then it goes on and it says here that he will teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance. Again, as I was just looking at this scripture today, it just, you know, it's like the Holy Spirit is our teacher. And you can read the same verse over and over, but it will continue to bring new revelation if you'll just listen to what the Spirit of God is saying. And he said, notice here, he will bring all things to your remembrance. You can't remember something you never knew. You can't go, oh, I forgot, I forgot that. If you never knew it before. Do you remember in high school or in grade school maybe, but whenever you were getting ready to take an exam. Now, I've been filled with the Holy Ghost since I was 11 years old. So I, 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 you know, I'll just boast on myself. Is that okay? I was an excellent student, if I do say so myself. I graduated sixth in my high school class. Of course, there were only ten. No, actually, no. (laughs) No, there were 60-some of us. And uh, I did graduate sixth in my class. But I remember when I would get ready to take a test that I would pray. I'd be sitting there praying in my chair quietly. And I'd say, okay, Lord. Now, I studied last night. A lot of times I didn't study till the night before. But I did study last night. And I'm asking you to bring to my remembrance. And I mean, a lot of times it would just come up on the inside of me. And I'd know the answer to that question. And I've even had times taking tests. And maybe you can relate to this too, but taking the test and I'd be sitting there and praying. I'm like, oh, I don't know that. I don't know if I've ever seen that. And I would say, Lord, help me. Help me to remember this. And it's like he would say, you didn't study that. I can't help you remember it because you skipped over that part. And you don't know the answer to that one because you didn't take the time to look in the textbook. You know, I've just kind of flipped through, thinking I know all the answers, flipped through this. And one thing that you didn't look at, and it was on the test. So if you didn't look at it, you didn't remember hearing the teacher say it, you don't know it. But thank God that we do have inside information and we do have an excellent teacher in life that will help us to make progress and as we've been looking at all of these functions and all of these roles that the holy spirit plays in our life it's so encouraging to realize we got all that we need Jesus is all that we need. And then he sent our heavenly helper to walk with us, to be on the inside of us. Now, we want to look at our text. And we're right there in John 14. I want to look at this in the Amplified, verse 16 through 18. Hallelujah. In weeks past, we've already looked that the Holy Spirit was our helper, our comforter, and our counselor. Tonight, we're going to cover three other things that he is in our life. Verse 16 of of John 14 in the Amplified. 
And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another comforter, counselor, helper, intercessor, advocate, strengthener, and standby, that he may remain with you forever. The spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive, welcome to its heart, because it does not see or know or recognize him. But you know and recognize him, for he lives with you constantly and will be in you. So here are the names of what the Holy Spirit provides in our life. Comforter, counselor, helper, intercessor, advocate, strengthener, standby. And then he said, I'm going to remain with you forever. I think we could derive some encouragement from that right now. Let's just lift our hands and thank him that he's all these things to us. Oh, Father, we thank you for sending our heavenly helper. We thank you for the work of the Holy Spirit in our lives. And tonight we look even deeper into what you do for us and we will tap into it and we will walk in new heights in revelation knowledge. Amen. Amen. Jesus name. Hallelujah. So tonight we're going to start looking at advocate that the Holy Spirit is our advocate. An advocate is one who supports or defends one who pleads on behalf of another. An advocate. I know that uh, you will have a hard time believing this, but there are people that have said bad things about me before. Isn't that unreal? Can you believe that? (laughs) Or misunderstood something that I said. And I have many precious friends, but on our staff, I have a precious friend in Pastor Nancy. And she, we've known her for 28 years from the time that we came here. Pastor Nancy was already a part of this ministry. Our boys grew up together. I mean, there's just a bond there and we pray together a lot. So we're, our hearts are knit together. And I know that on several occasions, somebody will say, have said something or misunderstand something that I have said, and it will be brought to my attention. And if I've said something to Pastor Nancy, she's like, don't worry about it, Pastor Brenda. Basically, I've got your back. She says, I'm your advocate. I've already taken care of it. I already told him that they misunderstood that. I already told him that, you know, that didn't have all of the information. Isn't it good to have a good friend that will be your advocate and not be like pastor was talking about this morning, not judging and not being critical, but they believe the best of you. They understand your heart. Even if maybe you said something you shouldn't have said or didn't do something you should have done, they come alongside and they are your advocate. That's what Pastor Nancy's done for me on many occasions. But this is what the Holy Spirit said he will do. He said, I will be your defender. I will plead your case. I will come to your aid and your assistant. Another word for advocate could be an attorney. We have one that likes to accuse us, but we have a great advocate and an attorney. Let's look over in Revelation chapter 12. Again, we're going to look at this in the King James Version. Anybody ever had the devil come to you and accuse you? You can just hear his little lies coming against your mind. You did this, you did that. Well, that's his job. Revelation 10, 12 says this. And I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, Now is come salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ. For the accuser of the brethren is cast down, which accused them before our God day and night. Hallelujah. 
The day is coming when he is going to get what he deserves. He's going to be cast down. He's going to be bound for a thousand years. Then he's going to be bound for eternity. The accuser of the brethren. But that's what he likes to do. He likes to come and accuse and condemn and tell you lies. Oh, who do you think you are? You said this. You did that. There's no way that God's going to use you now. There's no way that you're going to be blessed. You really messed up. Just lies and lies and lies. But we have an advocate. Hallelujah. The one called the Holy Spirit. When the accuser of the brethren comes, our advocate steps up and he points to the blood. And he says, it's under the blood. You accuser of the brethren, you cannot accuse them because it's under the blood. They've repented. Hallelujah. The rede- they are redeemed. And if we have missed it, thank God for First John 1 9. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins. Our advocate, the Holy Spirit, when the accuser is accusing, he, he wouldn't be a good advocate if he said, oh, you know, you're right. You know, you're right. Wasn't that awful what they did? I can't believe that they said that. He wouldn't be a good advocate or an attorney if he sided in with the accuser. But thank God he doesn't do that. He surrounds us with aid and assistance. He lifts us up. He pleads the blood. He points to the blood. It's under the blood. The Holy Ghost knows there's power in the blood. Look down here at verse 11. We're still there in Revelation chapter 12. <clears throat> now we have to side in with the blood. We have to take the side of our advocate because he will prompt us. He will teach us. He will say, you've repented. Don't let that condemnation in there. He will say, you are more than a conqueror. He'll remind us that we are in right standing with the Father. So we have to side in with Him. It says here, and they overcame Him. Who? The devil. By the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. And they loved not their lives unto death. We need to speak what the Word speaks. We need to declare what the blood has done in our life. We did a series not too long ago on the blood speaks. What does the blood speak of? It speaks that we are cleansed. It speaks that we are redeemed. It speaks that we are reconciled, put back into right standing with our Father. It speaks that we are healed. It speaks that we are protected. It speaks that we have overcoming power through the blood. That's what needs to be on our lips. Over in Psalms 107 verse 2, I'll quote it to you. It says, let the redeemed of the Lord say so, whom he hath redeemed from the hand of the enemy. Now see, that's important. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so, whom he hath redeemed from who? The hand of the enemy. The devil would like to get a hand in your life. The devil would like to keep you under his 
come and smash you and squash you and make you feel like lower than the lowest and make you feel like an unworthy worm. Those are lies of the devil. Side in with the blood, the work of Calvary. Side in with your advocate, the Holy Spirit. Side in with what the Bible says. Amen. We are redeemed, praise the Lord. And there is no condemnation when we miss it, if we plead the blood, if we confess our sins. So that's the work of the advocate in our lives. Then it went on to say here that the Holy Spirit is our standby. Let's look at that. Declare my voice is strong too. Pastor and I share a lot of things, but I don't want to share as boogers. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Got to go see my little granddaughter tomorrow. Hallelujah. Strong. Stand by. He is our standby. This is what a standby is. To be loyal. One that is dependable. One that is ready to act. A standby is one that is ready to act. Is the Holy Spirit dependable? Is the Holy Spirit loyal? Can he be counted on? Does he, is he ready to act on your behalf? Certainly so. He is there to give us aid and assistance. Now the word standby could literally, part of it literally means an understudy. What does an understudy do? If there's a big play or there's a big performance and they have somebody that has the leading role, well, they always have an understudy. And an understudy is there that studies the same thing, learns all the same lines, is at all the rehearsals, just in case something happens to the leading actor, they can step in at a moment's notice. The Holy Spirit is our standby. He's our understudy. He is there. He's watching you. He knows all about your life. He knows what you need to know. That's why it said he will show you things to come. He's ever ready to come and stand alongside you. Hallelujah. And to infuse you with strength, to give you wisdom, to give you might, to give you power. And ability. He represents Jesus. He's studying us. But he also knows what Jesus would do in the situation. He also has the word from the Father. Look back over at John chapter 14. Verse 26 in the Amplified. Praise the Lord for the Holy Ghost. Thank God he's our advocate. Thank God he's our standby. And here it says in verse 26, but the comforter, the counselor, the helper, the intercessor, the advocate, the strengthener, the standby, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, in my place to represent me and act on my behalf. He will teach you all things and he will cause you to recall, will remind you of and bring to remembrance everything that I have told you. Now I'm looking for that part where it says he doesn't have his own message. Oh, that's in verse uh, chapter 16. <clears throat> verse 16, 13. Oh, well, we read that one again. That was still, still good word. <laughs> 
John 16, 13 in Amplified. But when he, the spirit of truth, the truth giving spirit comes, he will guide you into all the truth, the whole truth. For he will not speak his own message on his own authority, but will tell whatever he hears from the father. He will give the message that has been given to him and he will announce and declare to you the things that will are to come that will happen in the future. He will honor and glorify me because he will take of receive drop on what is mine and will reveal, declare, disclose and transmit it to you. That tells me he's doing his very best to get across to us. The will of the Father. He doesn't have his own message. He's not learning his own lines. He's not acting out in a separate role. He's doing exactly what he sees the Father do. He's speaking to us exactly what Jesus wants him to speak to us. And he's trying every way to get it across to us. I dare say that many of us in here tonight, the Holy Spirit, he has endeavored to protect us. He has endeavored to bless us. He's endeavored to lead us into divine connections. But we have to be in tune with his leading. We have to hear what he is saying. And if he tries to declare it and we don't get it, then he tries another avenue to transmit it. And if we still don't get it, then he will reveal it to us. He tries every single way. We can't blame God. We can't blame the Holy Spirit for us getting out of the, our path. Pastor's been talking about walking in the light. If we step out of light, if we step out of love and we say or do something that we shouldn't and we have our helper on the inside trying to get across to us, don't do that. Don't go there. Don't say that. But we do it anyway. Then we can't blame God when we have to suffer the consequences. For stepping out. But he is continually doing his part to help us, to lead us, to guide us. And then, you know, I think if the Holy Spirit had one message, it would be, do you have your ears on? Dig out your spiritual ears. If they're full of the voices of this world, if they're full of man's reasoning, if they're full of what's going on in the economy, if they're full of CNN, you got to dig that junk out because it's not on his end. He's constantly transmitting and revealing and declaring inside information to us. But we have to be the ones to perceive it and receive it and accept it and let that enlightenment come. If you're not sure how the Holy Spirit is leading or if he is leading, you need to go over to Ephesians chapter 1 and begin in verse 17 and begin to just put your hands on your own eyes and say, I pray in the name of Jesus that the eyes of my understanding would be enlightened, that they would be flooded with light, that I may see. I pray this all the time. Lord, help me to see what I don't see. Help me to hear what I need to hear. Because I want to be walking in light. 
And when you pray, Lord, open the eyes of my understanding. There could be an area in your life that has been dark and you didn't even know you were walking in darkness. You didn't even know that you weren't walking in God's best. But as you open yourself up for revelation knowledge, Lord, open my eyes that I may see. He'll show you. And you know, he doesn't give you the whole picture at once. But he will give you enough information that you can take another step. Step by step. Precept by precept. Line upon line. We walk by faith and not by sight. But we do walk. We do have to take steps. We do have to make some advancement. He is our helper. He's helping us to make advancement. But you know, you can't follow a parked car. If a car is going to go somewhere, it's got to move. And for some of us, we've just been sitting on our blessed assurance, parked in a chair at church and saying, oh God, show me something. Oh God, use me. Oh God, I want to be a blessing. And he's saying, well, if you would just get up and take a step, I'll show you the rest. Whatever you put your hand to can prosper. Some people are saying, I need a job, dear God. I need a job. I need a job. Well, have you applied for work anywhere? Take a step. Hallelujah. And he will bless your efforts. Amen. Move. Move with God. Move with the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost is always moving. When God created this earth, it says the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the earth. And when He moved upon the face of the earth, darkness was dispelled. The waters were pushed back. He's always on the move. He's helping us. He's trying to help us to ascend and to go higher. But we have to listen. And we got to be willing. You got to be willing to change. If you need to change, if you need to repent, change because change will help you out. It's for the best. Amen. So he is our standby. He's there encouraging us. He's there promoting us and helping us. And he is also our strengthener. Anyone ever felt weak? But we have a strengthener on the inside. Anybody, if you feel weak physically or drained mentally, we have one who will infuse us with inner strength. Look over in Isaiah chapter 11, again in the King James Version, Isaiah 11. And we'll look at verse 2. Thank God for the help. Heaven's help. Hallelujah, our heavenly helper. Glory be to God. Isaiah 11 and then verse 2. And the spirit of the Lord rest, the spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him. The spirit of wisdom. Everybody say this with me. The spirit of wisdom. Understanding. Understanding. The spirit of counsel and might. The The spirit of knowledge. And of the fear of the Lord. Hallelujah. Notice, he is the spirit of wisdom. 
He is a spirit of understanding. He is a spirit of counsel. He is a spirit of knowledge. And I love this. He is a spirit of might. He gives supernatural strength. To the weary. He is the great strengthener. If we have no might, he will come in and he will give you might. It talks about in Isaiah chapter 40, they that wait upon the Lord, what's going to happen? They shall renew their strength. If we feel weary, it's not the time to go lay down and watch 24 hours of TV just to say, I got to chill. I got to relax. Man, if you watch some of those shows on TV, you are not going to be relaxed. I don't like it at nighttime. If we're getting ready to go to sleep and, you know, maybe pastor, he likes mafia movies or, you know, nothing really bad. Old, old stuff, old stuff. Or, you know, an old Western and he's like watching it and everybody's getting shot and Things are flying around and then he just clicks off the TV. And I'm like. That didn't relax me. I'm wired now. But the Bible says we can come into his presence and we can exchange our weakness for his strength. If you need a vacation, the best way to take a vacation is to pray in tongues. If you can't get on a jet and go to Hawaii, just go lay before the Lord and start praying in tongues. It says in Isaiah, this is the refreshing. Those we pray in tongues. Hallelujah. It brings refreshing. It brings rest. It brings peace. It brings strength. He is the spirit of might. And he loves to give us his ability. Doesn't it say, we'll look over there in Acts chapter 1 verse 8 in the Amplified. This is what happens when you receive the Holy Spirit. Might, strength, ability. And this is what Jesus said in the King James. It's in red. This is his promise when we get filled with the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. But you shall receive power, ability, efficiency, And might when the Holy Ghost shall come upon you. Hallelujah. Anybody need some strength tonight? Anybody need some power tonight? Anybody need some ability tonight? Well, we all face adversity. But when we're filled with the Holy Ghost, it's like we have a tiger in our tank. And instead of whipping out, we become a roaring lion. Like the lion that's on the inside of us. The lion of the tribe of Judah is the one that resides on the inside of us. And he's strong. Isn't the lion the king of the jungle? He's king. Hallelujah. It's by no accident that Jesus is referred to as the lion of the tribe of Judah. He's not like the lion in the Wizard of Oz. That guy was wimpy. That guy in the Wizard of Oz, if I only had, what did, oh no, that was the scarecrow that needed a brain. The lion needed courage. Oh yeah, that's right. Here, go ahead and sing it for us. The jungle. Forest. Like, if I, see the guy from the Wizard of Oz, his thing was, if I were the king of the forest, but, and then, you know, a little mouse or something would run out and he'd grab his tail and hide. He wasn't a true lion. He needed courage. Isn't that what he asked the guy for? Courage. He needed courage. But we have the true lion on the inside of us. 
Doesn't the Bible say that the righteous are bold as a lion? He didn't create us to be little kittens. We're lions. Hallelujah. And a lion is a symbol of strength. We are strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. And if you don't feel strong, join the club. It's not every day that you're going to feel strong. But as you pray in the Holy Ghost, hallelujah, your strength will rise. We don't want to be like it says in Proverbs. Proverbs 24, 10 says, if thou faint in the day of adversity, thy strength is small. We don't have small strength because we don't have a small God. We don't have a little itty bitty Holy Ghost. We got the king of the universe on the inside of us. So we don't have to have small strength. And if we don't have small strength, we're not going to faint in the day of adversity. Our strength is in him. That's what we have to get on the inside of us. Zechariah chapter 4 verse 6 says, It's not by might, it's not by power, but it's by my spirit, saith the Lord. That's where most of the body of Christ misses it. They think they have to be strength. Strong in themselves. They think they have to do something in their own might. They think they just have to keep an upper chin or however that saying is. You know, stiff, stiff, upper lift. Well, something like that. Stiff upper lip. You know what I'm saying? That they just have to grin and bear it. Oh, I have to be a trooper. I have to do this. I have to keep my emotions in check. I have to do this. I have to just make my body do this. And certainly we do have to make our body do a lot of things. And we do have to keep our emotions in check. But the good news is we don't have to do it by ourselves. We don't have to do it in our own ability. When we get filled with the Holy Ghost, we got the spirit of might. His ability comes upon our inability. His super comes upon our natural. You know, we got supernatural help. Hallelujah. We have supernatural help in this day and in this hour. And if you sense that you're in that situation where your strength is small that you've been facing adversity and the adversity looks a lot bigger than your strength i got good news for you you can get strong you can do something to cause that strength to be ignited on the inside of you you haven't lost the strength because the strong one is in there but what we have to do is stir it up Stir up the strength of God. And how do we do that? Jude chapter, Jude 20. There's only one chapter in Jude. But in the Amplified, Jude 20 gives us a key of how we stir up and how we get strong on the inside of us. But you, beloved, build yourselves up on your most holy faith. Make Progress. Any of you want to make progress? Rise like an edifice. Higher and higher. Praying in the Holy Ghost. Praying in the Holy Ghost ignites the power of God and releases the strength on the inside of us. When you feel weak, you might feel like you're Popeye sometimes. Everybody in here old enough to remember Popeye and olive oil? Some of you young'uns, if you're not, ask Pastor Mark. He knows all the old stuff. (laughs) 
Popeye movies, in the Popeye cartoons, what would happen? Brutus would be beating up Popeye. Brutus would be coming to take olive oil. If I was Popeye, I would have let him have her. She was really (laughs) ugly. But you know what I'm saying? Love is blind, I guess. So Popeye loved olive oil. And Brutus would come to get his chick and start beating up Popeye. And what would Popeye do? He would reach where... It wasn't amazing. He always had a can of spinach on him somewhere. He always had something good to eat on him. Always had a can of spinach. He'd reach around when Brutus had him in a headlock. He'd somehow be able to maneuver around and pop that spinach in his mouth. And what happened when he ate that spinach? His muscles began to bulge. And Brutus was finished. Well, you know, the devil may look at you and say, wow, you look like Popeye. You look weak. You look emaciated. You look like you couldn't beat up a fly or an ant and he'll come at you. But you just say, oh, it's not always what it looks like. And you reach around and you take the word and you pop the word of God in your mouth and you start praying in the Holy Ghost. And you know what begins to happen? Your spiritual muscles begin to get bigger. You get built up. By reading the word, you get strong by praying in the Holy Ghost. And all of a sudden the devil is like, whoa, getting strong now. He starts singing that Rocky song. Woo, they're getting strong now. I got to get out of here. He doesn't know what to do. He knows he's in for it because you've eaten the word of God and you've prayed in the Holy Ghost. It turns a wimp into a warrior. We've got the strong one on the inside of us. We just need to stir him up. We need to release the power. We need to tap into the strength of God. Now I got one more scripture over in Proverbs chapter 18, verse 14. I love this scripture. I love the word of God, don't you? In the King James Version, Proverbs 18, 14. The strong spirit of a man sustains his infirmity, but a wounded spirit who can bear. Actually, I wanted to read that in the Amplified. Sorry about that. In the Amplified, the strong spirit of a man sustains him in bodily pain or trouble. The strong spirit of a man sustains him in bodily pain or trouble. I know we all have some trouble. I know we've all had some pain, but it doesn't make any difference if you are strong on the inside. It doesn't matter what comes at you on the outside. It doesn't matter. The devil may try to put some sickness and disease on your body. But if you are strong on the inside, what does a strong man say when sickness tries to attack his body? I'm healed by the stripes of Jesus. Devil, I resist you. Sickness and disease, get under my feet. Get off of my body. I'm redeemed from the curse of the law. What does a strong spirit 
can't say when trouble comes your way. You can say, I am more than a conqueror through Christ Jesus. There's neither death nor height or anything that can separate me from the love of God. If God be for me, who can be against me? He has made me the head and not the tail. I'm above and not beneath. I can't go under for going over. Hallelujah. I'm blessed. I'm not cursed. I don't care what comes my way. He always provides a way of escape. That's what a strong spirit will do for you. How many of you want to have a strong spirit? We don't want to be wimps. The Holy Ghost is our spiritual trainer. And in these teachings on the Holy Spirit, what he is doing is he's trying to train us. He's trying to get us to a place of strength. Get us to a place where we are walking in victory. Get us to a place where we are walking above and not beneath. God doesn't want his kids defeated. God doesn't want his kids living on the lower rung of life. God wants you to walk in what he has provided. And the Holy Spirit is trying to bring us enlightenment. He's trying to help us through the word of God that we will see if we will tap in to the function of the Holy Spirit in our life. He will cause us to ascend. Building yourself up on your most holy faith. Praying in the Holy Ghost. Rising up higher like an edifice. Getting up further in the things of God. That's his will. That's his plan. And that is his purpose for our life. Let's all stand to our feet. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Oh, Lord, we thank you for the help of the Holy Ghost. We thank you that you strengthen us. We thank you, Lord, that we are quick for this day and for this hour. That we can do all things. I can do all things through Christ who strengtheneth me. He is infusing us with strength. Hallelujah. You know, one of the end time tactics of the devil is to wear out the saints. To get us going a hundred miles an hour so many different directions that we become weary. Because if you are weary, you're not going to fulfill what God has in your life. If you're too tired to pray, or you're too tired to witness, or you're too weary to get up and get to church, that's not going to be effective in your life. That's going to hold you back. So we are wise to the tactics of the enemy, and we refuse to be weak. In the name of Jesus, we refuse to let our spiritual life slip. We're going to nourish our spirit man by being in the word. We're going to stir ourselves up by praying in the Holy Ghost. In Philippians chapter four, listen to this in verse 13 in the Amplified. I love this. I have strength for all things in Christ who empowers me. I am ready for anything and equal to anything through him. Listen to this word. Who infuses inner strength into me. I am self-sufficient in Christ's sufficiency. He wants to infuse us with strength. Anybody need an infusion? 
Hallelujah. You know, if your blood's got something going on there, what do they do? They give you a transfusion. Well, the Holy Ghost has infusions. And His infusion will bring strength. Glory to God. Let's all bow our heads for just a moment here. I just want to make sure that everyone in here is born again. If you.